0: Welcome. Today we are going to learn Daf Tzaddik page ninety nine of ter i in the middle of a Maimer on Megillus Esther uh, on the uh, phrase from Gemara that a, the, the sentence from Gemara that a person uh, should uh, become intoxicated, him, uh, until he doesn't know the difference between curses, uh, uh, curses Mar- um, Haman and blessed is Mordechai. And uh, the Maima went on to explain how Torah is called a martial uh, metaphor because uh, at every level of Torah, it's a metaphor that helps us relate to and connect to a, to a certain uh, revelation of godliness. And then it goes from level to level uh, with each, one, each uh, level uh, of uh, revelation of Hashem is accessed through a certain level of Torah. And then we explain that uh, although both Purim and Matan uh were these uh, these um, times connected to Hashem at a very high level, um, but there's a difference that with Matan Terra uh, Hashem so to speak, forced us into it by this outpouring of love towards us, the Jewish people, that then we responded in kind, whereas on Purim, Hashem's presence was concealed, and therefore the fact that uh, we're still uh, bonding to Hashem in a very deep way is uh, with our own efforts, and therefore it's greater. So now we begin with a Bira Inyan, uh, about 10 lines down, Daft Tzadik first column. So the pasuk says, when describing Mardachai, it calls him Ish Yehudi, that he there was a Ish Yehudi, a a Jew, a Judean, and his name was Mardachai Ish Now Mardachai was from the tribe of Binyamin. Ish means from Binyamin. So if so, why is he called uh, a Yehudi? Yehudi means someone from the tribe of Yehuda similarly it says in the decree of haman to destroy the jewish people they're called the jewish people the Yehudim, and this is uh, strange because what about uh, people from uh, b'nai, um, b'nai israel from other tribes uh if they're from ephraim or Manasseh, would they not be included but the explanation is that that from the time of the megillah this is actually incidentally it's the first time it happens uh, but uh, the, the um, B'nai Yisrael are now called Yehudim no matter which tribe they come from. And that's because Yehuda comes from the word uh, to acknowledge and to, <coughs> uh, to, like we say, that we uh, thank Hashem and we humbly acknowledge Hashem. And uh, so this is a quality that every it has, this quality of bit of self nullification, And therefore, we're all called Yehudim, uh, uh, which uh, Yehuda receives his name because Leah says, ha Hashem. This time I thank Hashem. She recognizes Hashem's kindness. Now, we all have this. Now, and when we bounce, my we're expressing the bit of the self nullification that we all have within us. Now, of all of us, we all have this uh, Yehuda power inside us, but the uh, greatest is Mardechai, and that's why Mardechai is called Ish Yehudi, which means like the master, the uh, the high, the uh, highest degree of Yehudi of this uh, humility and self-nullification before Hashem. Now. Uh, Mardechai's name, like the Gemara says, uh, Mardechai's name is hinted to in the pasuk talking about the Basamim, the spices in in the uh, base of Mikdash, where it talks about Mardrur, that they used this uh, marrur. What is maradrur? It's miradachia, so it's mar is a spice and then dachia, um, so it's a uh, it's a um, it's a, a, a crushed um, pure spice, and which spice is it? So According to the Rambam and most Farishim, it is musk um, um, or, or uh, mut or in uh, in Aramaic, uh, the, we have the na- we have the name based in the Aramaic uh, mushka. Uh, so, what is this uh, spice? It's uh, unlike the other spices that come from plants. This spice com- comes from the blood of a certain animal uh, when, that when it's prepared right, it, it becomes a nice smelling spice. So, And that's the name Mordechai. Mordechai is named after this spice which was made fr- from a, a blood of a certain animal. And uh, blood is uh, generally seen as something from the side of severity, something, uh, negativity, and therefore using the blood for a pleasant spice is uh, a way of a transformation, of transforming something from uh, problematic to something nice, pleasant smelling. And this is through escapia, subduing bad, and iscapia, and then transforming bad. So the blood represents our tavors, our desires for our for physical things, uh, and uh, the uh, the idea of uh, using it out for holiness for becoming nice smelling represents using it out for holiness. That our desires should become holy desires, and that's what we should really want. So based on this, we can explain the deeper meaning of the debate in halacha whether this spice, myrrh or mush, is allowed to, um, to be eaten. So there's two opinions. Rabbi Yona says it's allowed. Others say, no, you can't eat it. You're only allowed to smell it. And the, the, what is the real debate? The debate is to what degree will we say that uh, it, that it has been tra- transformed to something holy? So Rabbeinu Yainu who says that you're you're allowed to eat it, so he uh, he would say that similarly with something that starts off uh, negative, and then we do teshuvah. So if someone sins on purpose, It's a, stonis, it's a purposeful sin, and then uh, does teshuvah. So then it becomes fixed, and even stonus, even the purposeful averus, become uh, positive. Whereas others uh, say that you can't eat it. And that's because they said that even when you try to transform, but it's, it's still, uh, it might make bad into accidents, but doesn't make it into uh, mitzvahs, into some, something positive. And, and uh, based on that, you can't eat this uh, spice, which comes from blood, which is from the side of negativity. Now, which animal is this? So it says it's a chayyadua. known animals. This chayyadua actually is the same animal as yidoni, which is from the word yidua, and which is, was used for certain types of uh, magic related to uh, idolatry. And uh, so therefore, through transformation, that can become uh, something positive. And about this it says that where Balit Shiva stands, where people will return to, to a Yiddishkeit stand, even a perfect tzaddik can't stand. But if Teshuvah is performed without love of Hashem, so then ones are various, ones sins do not, do not become positive. They only become, Shikogas, they become like a, a accidental. You know, because of one's shuvah. So now, now Mordecai is the ultimate of bittul, the ultimate of uh, self-effacement, and therefore he's the ultimate Yehudi, which we said represents uh, uh, submission and, and uh, self-nollification before Hashem. And then his counterpart is Homan, who is the ultimate ego? Haman says, "Who would the king want to, uh, to give this honor, but me?" So he was the ultimate uh, self-centered ego, and is therefore separated from Hashem's oneness. And he thought that he was everything, and and that's it. And and that's the. Uh, fitting for his family he was from the family of Amalek it says about Amalek Reish is going Amalek that Amalek is the first of the nations meaning that they are the seven nations of Canaan and each represents a certain spiritual uh, uh, illness a certain uh, negative uh, character trait. and yes there are some very bad ones there's uh, uh, hedonistic pleasures there's even murder but Amalek is that coarseness and 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 uh, and uh chutzpah and self-centeredness which uh, which is the root of all the negative mitis so haman wanted to destroy all the Yehudim because Yehudim represent self-nullification and therefore it didn't fit it was the exact opposite of haman who's about a big ego if they would, they would uh, retract and, and leave Yiddishkeit and, and, and uh, renege on their religion, then he would leave them alone. But nevertheless, they all stayed true to Hashem and, and to, uh, to Hashem's oneness. And this is uh, a, a special ability that every it has to give up everything and even his life, uh, not to separate from uh, the Hashem Echad, from one Hashem in any way. Even though a yid sometimes might do an avera, might uh, sin, that's because of a, a spirit of folly, a ruach stutz, that tricks him so that he should think that he's still that it doesn't affect his connected his connection, uh, because he says, "Look, I'm a yid. I put on tzitzis. I wear tefillin. I'm a yid." or whatever other trappings and signs it is a yid, and therefore says the fact that I'm sitting now doesn't affect my connection. So now, the fact that at, this, that at essence, a yid will give up everything and, and even his life in order to stay connected with Hashem, so this is because uh, a yid love, has a, a deep love of Hashem, which is beyond uh, logic and beyond limits. When the Torah speaks about love of Hashem, it says love Hashem because Hashem is our life. But based on that, we we would only love Hashem out of thanks for giving us life, but not more than our life, whereas Mesiris Nefesh means that Hashem comes first before even our very life. And the Torah doesn't give a reason for Mesiris Nefesh because it's beyond reason. <clears throat> So when we talk about, when we say Love Hashem ki because he is our life, so that means Hashem is our life, our, energizes us in two ways. One way is M'malekam and the other way is Serkam. Hashem fills all the worlds to energize it according to its specific level and then surrounds all the worlds. To energize it in one sort of uh, equal way, for all. give all, all worlds the same level of spiritual energy that surrounds all worlds. But Hashem himself is really beyond both filling the worlds and surrounding the worlds because Hashem existed before creation. He can exist after, he will exist after cre- after creation and even after this world as we know it is uh, finished um, without any change. And the fact that, uh, w- that w- all existence, all creations come out of Hashem So that 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 doesn't change Hashem. It's only a ray from Hashem, not Hashem Himself. Hashem Himself remains unchanged, and that's why creation is called Yesh Meayin, something out of nothing. That's because uh, the uh, the creation is a something, and the. It, it only happens through a ray, and that ray is called ayin, it's called nothing compared to Hashem's essence. So Hashem's essence is totally beyond the, the ray of light of Hashem, which enlivens worlds. And uh, the, the Passock says that you uh, enliven all of them. This word, you, it, it, it has aleph and then toph, so it represents the 22 letters of the aleph base. Together with the hay at the end, which is the five parts, the uh, ways that le- that we we can speak. We some letters are pronounced from our throat, other ones from our uh, lips, other ones from our tonsils, etc. Our teeth. So, uh, so that's the five, um, the five uh, parts of our mouth which produce letters, and that's the hay of, atar. And now these letters, they're only arrayed from Hashem, uh, not, uh, not of course, Hashem, Hashem himself. Like they a letters to express uh, what I'm saying to others. So it's outside of me. It's only how I'm expressed to others. And the same thing with Hashem. And so therefore, Hashem himself is, is beyond just the fact that he is our life force uh, because uh the, uh, our life force is only, as we said, it's only Hashem as He fills worlds and surrounds worlds. Uh, but Hashem Himself is beyond that, and uh, therefore the the uh, decision that 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 just comes automatically from inside that I'll, I'll even I'll give up my life if necessary not to separate from Hashem's oneness. So this is. Uh, This is uh, uh, connected to uh, uh, Hashem's essence, which is beyond Hashem's light that fills and surrounds worlds. Now, when it says uh, that... the It says that you uh, enliven all of them. This word ata alif taf ta, uh, refer to all the letters of the aleph base. That each one is a certain spiritual energy, and then the hay is the uh, the five um, uh, parts of the mouth, and uh, uh, this is where the through in speech. That that's, that's uh, wh- where what. Uh, energizes and what uh uh, allows connection to other so that represents the ray of hashem whereas hashem himself beyond the uh, words of speech uh, is uh, unaffected by creation Uh, because, uh, like we said, that that, that only affects uh, within uh either the Hashem's light that fills the worlds or surrounds the world, but Hashem himself is beyond, and that's like mysterious nevash, which is beyond. Now, uh, every year has this ability, uh, because every year has uh his has an ishama which is uh, beyond intellect, and therefore. Uh, every Yid is able to have a serious nefesh not to uh, to give up his life, not to go against Hashem and separate from Hashem. And uh, this is the meaning of the Pasek and the Megillah, that's, that the uh, word of Mardachai uh, was uh, kept by the Yidim. So Mardachai, as we said, is the ultimate of uh, Bittal, of the subnullification, the ultimate Yehudi, and, the, uh, and uh, this was accept the word of Marachai was accepted by the Yidden. Like the Pasuk says that at the time of, uh, the, of Purim, of the Achashvesh, uh, so it says, that now the Yidden finally accepted what they started to do uh, earlier. So when did they start to accept the Torah? That was at the time of the giving of the Torah, where they said, Nas of we will do and then we'll understand. And they were so excited that every uh, one of the Debris, every one of the, uh, sorry, there was the 10 statements, or as it's normally translated in English, 10 commandments. Uh, so then the jumped out of the body towards Hashem. Uh, but uh, although this happened both at the giving of the Torah uh, and also at Purim, they also accepted the Torah, but there's a difference that at Martin at the giving of the Torah, it was uh, due to uh, this overpouring of love. So they were sort of smothered by it and, and almost forced to accept. Whereas uh, in the times of Purim, it was uh, from our own efforts, And that's why Matan Torah is considered only the beginning, whereas uh, with Purim, that's considered where they f- fully and properly accepted the Torah. Now, the Pasuk says at the end of the Megillah, what, um, like, uh, what did, uh, uh, did they uh, see? Uh, regarding this and what uh, happened what what uh, reached them? so it uses the word ma twice ma means what it's a sense of bit of self-ignification what is it there's nothing and uh, uh, which is uh, what Mardechai is all about now there's uh, two uh, levels, two ty- types of uh, of uh, divine light. There's uh, which I hinted in Hashem's names. There's Shem Ma and Shem Ban. So Ban is godliness as it descends to be involved in this world, whereas Ma is stays above the world. So uh, Ban is like mamali energy, the light that fills the worlds, and then Ma is above. And uh, on one hand, ban, it, it, it uh, extends godliness further down, but on the other hand, ma is more sort of uh, accurate and more obviously godly. So, uh, so this uh, this uh, uh, in, in uh, ma, which represents a high level of bitul, of self-analytation, hiki uh, alehem, like the Possex says, ma hiki what reach to them, uh, so in the times of the, uh there was no revelation from above. The Yidin decided that uh, they've got to uh, shape up, they've got to uh, connect Hashem uh, themselves. And therefore it's a nesra and arousal from below. But still, despite that the Aveda the, the, um, in the time of the Purim story was of our own efforts, but still Hashem helped like it says, without Hashem's help, we wouldn't be able to achieve any, anything. We wouldn't be able to stay on the right track. Uh, and uh, it says, uh, the Medris says in Parsh's Tazriya that Ish Mazriya Tchiliya let us nekeva, Ish mazri Tchiliya let us zakhra. So if uh, the uh, the man's uh, seed uh, comes out first, then uh, the child will be a daughter, whereas if the, the, the woman's woman um, uh, comes out first, then the child will be um, a son, will be a male. So what does this mean spiritually? That if the original effort is our own, so in other words, that the, the, um, the isha is first, we are first, we're considered Hashem's wife, so then the result will be strong will be male whereas if uh the if it's hashem initiating uh so then the result will be weak the result will be female uh and uh this uh this is a uh, shame ban uh, which is uh, uh, the feminine energy which goes into worlds in order to nurture and, and them and energize them between, uh, between uh, Matantera versus Purim, where Matantera, there's a uh, lower level of uh, bitul because it's uh, initiated from Hashem, whereas uh, at, at Purim, it's a high level of bitul because it's initiated from us. So it's like the difference um, between Moshe <clears throat> and Elio. So Elio is the gematria of Ban uh, because he is... Uh, godliness within this world, whereas Moshe is totally bottled to beyond. And uh, therefore, Eliyahu, who he was about uh, uh, refining the body, so therefore his body went up to heaven with him. Whereas Moshe, his body was totally irrelevant. We don't even know where it is. He's all about his his soul uh, as it rises and to become one with Hashem. So Moshe is Ma and Eliyahu is Ban. Or we could explain the difference between uh, the giving of the terrorist verse Purim, like the difference between Moshe and Aaron, <clears> that both Moshe and Aaron are so they both said together, but we are we are what? We are nothing, there's nothing that Kairach and the rebels should complain about us. Um, but uh, still within Ma, Moshe is Ma within Ma, whereas Aaron is Ban within Ma. So in other words, within Ma, with, within uh, Ma, which is the godliness above the world, which uh, uh, sort of sits above and refines from above, Aaron is the Ban within that, the more integrated part, whereas Moshe is the Ma part within Ma, the more beyond part. <clears throat> so either way, we see that in the times of the Purims, then there was a greater level of self-sacrifice and greater level of self nullification than at the time of the giving of the Torah. So Purim was like where the woman um, uh, initiates and then the child is male. In other words, that when we initiate ourselves, not from Hashem, then, then the impact is stronger. And the resultant revelation of godliness is stronger. So, uh, the same way that this applies to Bital, the, the degree to which we're nullified before Hashem, so similarly regarding Revelation, uh, that uh, Torah re- reveals Hashem. And uh, the Torah was given at Matan Terah, the giving of Torah at Sinai. But that was only the beginning, and it was only fully accepted in the times of Purim, because uh, Purim is when it's from our efforts. And uh, this is the meaning of the Pasuk from Moses Abracha, Terah, Tibelon, Moshe, Mayrosha, Yaakov. The Torah, uh, Moshe commanded to us, May it's an inheritance. But you could read Mayrosha as more Rasa, betrothed. And uh, so uh, uh, this is like the idea of the uh, marriage between uh, Hashem and the Jewish people, where the Jewish people are the color. And when they initiate, then there's a greater revelation afterwards. Um, and so, and, uh, so, so this, um uh, uh, this, ma, uh, when we, with the Apostle says, when it's summarizing at the end of the Megillah, so this ma is related to chachma, the word chachma is made up of two words, kayachma, the ability of what? This of humility. And that's because chachma receives from the subconscious and it has to be totally still in order to let the subconscious uh, be manifest within it. And therefore chachma is also this level of uh, bit or self-nullification. And we're just going to do the beginning of the next paragraph. <coughs> and we'll conclude um, nine lines down on the, uh, the fourth column of of Tess of uh, page 99. So now, next paragraph, so now we can understand why with the uh, Purim there's this mitzvah to drink, which uh, doesn't apply to either the Yom Tovim or to Shabbos, and uh, so we could understand that. Um, Based on the Pasak which relates that to Yom, Yom Tovim to the other holidays, that Sadikim sing, um, and they praise Hashem. So Zoya explains that the connection between this uh, chapter which is said on Shabbos mornings, and Shabbos and Yamtav is uh that uh that Lutth, it's a time of singing a time of praise a time of celebration so therefore we say but still the degree of celebration and joy is only unlimited it's only from within it's from within the chain of worlds and therefore the level of joy is limited we have certain ways to show our happiness we in the times of the base of Migdash, it was with the meat of the carbon now we drink wine well, we by a uh, bu- uh, husband um, uh, buys uh, his wife something for 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 Yom and buy the children sweets, so this is all uh, a limited way to show happiness. Whereas Purim, it's without any bounds and just uh, unlimited joy. Uh, so. <clears throat> Uh, And uh, to the extent that until we don't know the difference between Marachay and unlike every other Yom Tov, where the joy is specifically with rationale, with intellect, but with Purim, it's beyond intellect. And this is uh, the level of Masiris Nefesh, where we give ourselves up entirely, uh, which is also beyond intellect and beyond reasons. Like we said before, that there's no reason, there's no logical explanation for Masiris Nefesh. Uh, but uh, this uh, level of bitul, uh this level of self nullification, it, it reaches, it touches Hashem himself beyond save and malay, beyond how Hashem feels and surrounds worlds. And that that uh, essence is the source of our mysterious nefesh, our self sacrifice. And uh, <clears throat> therefore, It manifests specifically on Purim, the day where we don't, where it says, uh, to the degree that we don't know the difference between curses homin and blesses Mordechai because when the essence, when Hashem's essence is revealed, then everything else is nullified before it and there's no difference. Like it says that in Tadakta Matitanle, that even if we do righteous uh, acts, then what have we given to Hashem, if we uh, increase in uh, sin, then what have we done to Hashem? So and so uh, that's the level of Purim where Haman and Mardukha, its all the same thing because it's totally beyond and totally unlimited. <clears throat> okay, so we're going to stop there. Uh, so we've explained uh, the meaning of Ishihuri. Mardukai is this uh, ultimate bitol, whereas Haman is the ultimate of ego, and and uh, that uh, Messias Nefesh. Uh, self-sacrifice has no it's beyond reason so it's connected to mordechai unlike love of hashem that there could be reason for that but the reason won't dictate to give oneself up and uh, we spoke about different levels of bittul: bittul of ma of ban ma is the higher level of bittul, and uh, based on that explained that on a regular yamta the joy is limited um And uh, because it's a a limited choice, it has limited expression, whereas on Purim, it's beyond limits and beyond rationale, and therefore the expression is unlimited in the way of uh, drinking.